Bienvenidas to Merendeando. Today we say goodbye to season three. Adios season three. Oh, what a season it was, right, Camila? Yeah, I'm gonna miss you, Monica. Oh, I'm gonna miss you too. And I'm also gonna miss Trevor. Speaking of Trevor, today we have the one and only Trevor Schwellness, the artistic producer of Aluna Theater and our producer here at Radio Aluna Theater. So we're gonna have a little chat with him. Because this episode is gonna be a little episode with a reflection on the past few months on this podcast and the future, not only of Merendeando, but of Radio Aluna Teatro. So, one last time, let's grab a snack and dive right in. Good morning, Trevor Schwellness. Hello. Trevor is a big part of Merendeando. But you have never heard his voice, so we figured it was about time. You know? <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God. I'm super excited. I've got, I've got nerves. I've got nerves right now because you guys are internet famous. Oh no. I don't. In my world? Oh my God. You're such stars. Well, now is your turn. That's why you're here. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So as the final episode of this season, we thought that we would just reflect a little bit on our journey this season because I think the last few months have been super intense for everyone. And uh, with this project, we definitely learned a lot. And then look a little bit to the future. Before we talk about the future, let's go back to the beginning. I, we, I, we still remember the first time we met at Aluna in person when that was still something that we can do. And now it's the end of season three and we're still here. But we want to ask you, what uh, made you want to start this podcast? We had been doing our festivals and things since 2012 and we did a, a, a bunch of conversatorios we had we had talks with a bunch of different people and we, we we wanted to put them online for the longest time and create some archives and and because they were really good conversations and it mm -hmm. felt like we were accumulating this base of knowledge and so many interesting voices and um, at we just never got around to it. The Metcalf Foundation set us up with a, a kind of an audience engagement grant. And so that gave us like three years to test out some ideas about reaching out to people. And we thought, okay, this is our chance. We'd done a radio play with uh, Voces Latinas mm -hmm. um, and uh, a couple of radio plays. And, uh, um, and we, we wanted to kind of continue that. Uh, and we also wanted to just, the radio format was really exciting in our minds. And we finally had an opportunity to get a little funding and do some testing. And uh, that's when we reached out to you, both of you, and thought you would be our dream team uh, to talk to people and research amazing things. And, and I feel like the power of a company with the sort of mission that Aluna has is in the scope of the family and what you have, you know, how that reflects back out into the world. So that was a big part of the podcast too, is to open up a lot of conversation and, and for us to get to know things as well. I think it was as much learning for us as us reaching out and letting other people know who we are and what these ideas and issues are that we care about. That's a really long answer. It's great though. Yeah. Okay. I remember early conversations, you mentioned that there's so much good, like interesting, juicy conversations happening in places where people really don't have access to them. Like if they couldn't go to the festival in person or they weren't in the rehearsal room, these like really amazing moments kind of get lost. So that totally resonates with what you just said too. Yes. Yes. Thank you for remembering that. Oh yeah. 
You had you dropped some gems, Trevor. So that's how it started. And now we're planning our next season, looking into the future. What are you excited about for what's to come? What are you excited to experiment with next? I think the lucky thing about being an artist in a time of pandemic is that you're always curious, like your curiosity. And there is like, nobody knows anything. So all there is is curiosity right now, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to spin this optimistically. I am... <laughs> We're all trying to spin this optimistic. We don't know. We don't know. Okay, so normally a theater has a season that they've announced probably like a couple of months ago by now. Planning Horizons are like mm, sometimes two or three years out. The funders want a year three year plan ahead of time, sometimes four. So you've got to uh, lay out some idea of things. And we've gotten into this season format and it doesn't work anymore. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we can't, we can't figure out a year and, you know, and, and be talking to somebody two years out and start hiring people a year and a half out. And none of that even, we don't know what, like, science fiction universe we're going to live in. Totally. Um, you know, uh, uh, so um, I'm holding out for Afrofuturism because everybody dresses so good. Anyway, <laughs> I, in that beautiful futuristic world, uh, we think maybe we're, we're thinking three months at a time, maybe, you know, true, truly seasonal, like the summer, we're figuring it out. The fall, we're going to have some stuff. And that stuff is going to be based around people. I think we have this huge uh, uh, community of artists that we've been always trying to support better. And we also, as a theater company, we've got to do shows. It's just such a beautiful opportunity to reinvent everything. But I think if we can rebalance those things and think of people coming together, having more conversations to understand each other better, instead of just voting their preferences without thinking about it, that there's a better communal sense of direction for, for companies, I think will reflect things a little bit better. And mm -hmm. that instead of, I mean, that artistic leadership will look more like elders than uh, entrepreneurs. Hmm. Um, in my mind. So that's, I think, I think structurally, I feel like the future is kind of potentially cracking open a little bit and we can speak more collaboratively. I'd use the word communally, but the word commune and like that has kind of been poisoned by politics and, and people can't hear it cleanly. So what do you uh, mean when you say it? In common, I guess, you know, I think, I think one of the beautiful things about this podcast is that I've learned so much about so many people and their perspectives. So that mission accomplished there because um, I think that is one of the key roles of Voluna is to build bridges between different people, different places. And, uh, and so that doesn't happen without communication. The podcast is in the middle of a lot of what Voluna is going to do because this is the best way for us to get out there. So instead of doing with social shows, distancing, with social you know, distancing, safely. yes, physical, physical distancing, social proximity, we're in your ears. And I think going international this season was really interesting. We're going to pursue that some more because there's no reason distance doesn't matter, actually. So continuing with the podcasts, I think we also want to go back and do that dig through our archives and, and see what actually what conversations we can have and how we can move them forward. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing that also in the in the stuff instead of doing shows let's just get a bunch of artists to develop their work so the next year is really going to be about taking it in supporting this community of artists the best way we can uh, giving them space to do their thing uh, if some of that bleeds into the podcast 
that'll be exciting. I'm very excited to see the community kind of feedback into things a little bit in the same way that what you have done here when we brought you to Aluna has fed back into the company and now has actually altered how we think and, and our approaches to stuff um, and, and our approaches to community in, in this time, especially. Um, we're going to move forward with more workshops as far as training goes. There's a lot of folks uh, who are not um, like theater makers in the sense that, uh, say, you, Monica, are developing your own work and you're finding opportunities and you're making stuff happen. And you too, Camilla, and you've got voices and you know what they are now. And there's a bunch of people who are still developing them. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of people. I'm a backstage guy. That whole backstage crowd needs a bit of support right now, too. And, and especially from um, the Pan-American diaspora, if distance doesn't matter, like the exciting thing for us is always to bring masters from uh, the people who made so much of a difference to us in our development as artists when we were forming Aluna. So that's, that goes back to Bogota, to the mm-hmm. Corporación Colombiana de Teatro and La Candelaria, and, uh, and then some of the people we met, we, brought, we met through them, Teatro uh, de los Andes in Bolivia, and uh, the Yuyachkani group in, in Peru. And th- uh, those, like, if we can hook in and, and get them to do a few lessons and stuff, even I don't know how the format is going to work. I hate teaching on Zoom, but I think there's opportunities to do, like, little primers and then come back, do work, and then look at it together. Uh, so there's some models there that we're curious to look at to, uh, to plug people into that huge resource of energy and understanding and experience, you know, because mm-hmm. um, those traditions are a little bit different and they come from real places of, I mean, they're not worried because, you know, there's no toilet paper in the grocery store. They're, they're worried because <clears throat> their compatriots in Colombia are, uh, you know, have to go out in the streets when somebody gets arrested and protest in front of the police department to let the police know everybody knows that person is in there. Like that's, that's the life that 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 brings uh that makes you know what it's yeah what, it affects the their art too yeah and just like the kind of art that's necessary for them when i see that stuff i see the cracks in my world here that are not being exposed because those things happen here too yes absolutely Obviously, you know we're seeing it now come out more and more uh not in the same way but in our way yeah yeah yeah, and the more we can connect, maybe the more we can help each other have that conversation, like in an informed way, or just give each other tactics on how to approach this sure. world, basically. Camila, are we going to start talking about global revolution? Oh, yeah. come on. We we can't get into that. <laughs> That's going to be an, an episode for next season, Global <laughs> Revolution, Trevor, Camila. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> it would be, <laughs> it's definitely worth uh, thinking about having you on for a full on episode because Trevor's got a lot of his art is incredible, like celebrated, yes. but also just like he's an incredible mind. So that is something maybe you could look forward to in the future. One of the reasons I really love working on this podcast is that just through the simple act of like talking to someone and listening, uh, you can just learn so much. And just the act of giving someone a platform and there's so many silent things that we do to create a space for them on the internet, you know, just create a, an archive that like people are here. This is what they're thinking about. It's It's really powerful. And actions speak way louder than rhetoric, right? So I think this is one of the ways we can take action in that direction. Listen, learn, and amplify. And I think with the Mm -hmm. podcast and art itself, we make a point of like, we're here, we're listening, we're looking at your work. We're trying to understand and have that conversation. 
And I think that's something that it's not going to change in the future for this podcast. <laughs> that, that's how it started yep. and that's yep. how it will continue to be. Well, I'm wondering what you guys want to do in the future. What are your dreams for this thing? Do you have any yet? I personally have learned so much in a lot of ways. Like even technically, I didn't know a lot of stuff. I always had my way with words, but but now I think I, with everything also that is happening around us, I understand how much meaning my words have and how much I need to have responsibility about everything I say and back up that like really well. And the importance of do the research extremely well. But I don't know. For the future, I'm just excited about continue inviting people from everywhere. I think that this opportunity that has given to us with this pandemic about being with international people, it's beautiful. And to be able to do interviews in Spanish with people who live in, in like Spanish talking countries, uh, that for me is like mm -hmm. the biggest gift in my mouth is like e eating candy. Yeah, I have loved connecting with all these people over the pandemic because it really feels like sometimes we're throwing a lifeline. Like I needed it. I needed to know that someone else was out there making their art uh, and our conversations go in all sorts of different directions. I really loved connecting with people in different countries. I'm really excited to keep doing that because the fact that we can like bring those conversations back to our community here and It's just so cool. One of my favorite parts of this season is when we started getting artists to ask the next guest a question. And it really yeah. felt like we're just continuing this long conversation across borders and it's so cool. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a beautiful I, discovery. Mm -hmm. I'm a, a, a musician, so I love sound. And one of the things I'm excited about is just like more experimenting with audio storytelling. Like maybe not even a radio play, but like, a sound story, a story with text and sound. And I know that when I'm like feeling lonely in this pandemic time and I'm doing the dishes for the 50th time that day, I love listening to the radio. I love listening to podcasts. So uh, giving people just more content and uh, interesting things. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, lots of inspiration, lots of places we could go there. But uh, for now, I think that was pretty great. Thank you so much, Trevor. Thank you. We'll see you next season. Yes, absolutely. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, or Dogarondo, the territory of the Anishinaabe Nation, the Wendat Nation, the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, and nations recorded and unrecorded. We are deeply thankful to these nations for stewarding the land so that we might live in peace and respect for each other. As it is outlined in the Dish with One Spoon Wampup, that all people who live here, settlers, indigenous folks, and others, must adhere to. Radio Aluna Teatro is produced by Aluna Theater with the support from the Metcalf Foundation, the Late Law Foundation, the Canada Council for the Arts, the Ontario Arts Council, and the Toronto Arts Council. Aluna Theater is Beatriz Pisano and Trevor Schwellness with Sue Ballant and Gia Namens. Radio Aluna Theater is produced by Camila Diaz Varela and Monica Garrido. For more about Aluna Theater, visit us at alunatheater.ca Follow at Aluna Theater on Twitter or Instagram or like us on Facebook. Follow and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcasts. <laughs>